Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network. Founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's um, World of Ink Special, and it's a good story. It's a good story. Romance is in the air as usual this month. It's June, and we had a great show last week and uh, from Blushing Books, and so now we have some more authors from Blushing Books, and we have uh, my uh, Elizabeth is here. Black, she's uh, the co-host for tonight, and everybody's going to have fun Yay. tonight. We, yeah, <laughs> we have Maggie Carpenter, <laughs> Christian Jensen, and Piper Stone, and we'll talk about Blushing Books also again because we had a lot of people on the other day, so now we have more people on, so we're still... And everybody really liked that show because everybody was um, talking about different things that they do, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, and I, okay, Elizabeth has, I'm just going to get these little memos out here. Elizabeth has got a show on Saturday, and um, right, it's on Saturday, Elizabeth, and you can talk a little bit right. mm-hmm. about that. In the, yeah. And yeah, okay. um, then we have some news coming up that we'll be discussing later. And I have a show next week, and we're going to keep you know keep having different shows. And uh, as the show goes on, you'll find out some of the new things we're going to be doing. And let's see what we're going to. That, that's about it right now. And um, we heard my commercial in the middle last time, so maybe I'll try to play it again. And I'm going to open the chat room if it works. Um, I'm going to try because last week I shut it off, but because Elizabeth and I are both here, then we can. Um, I'm going to get let Elizabeth talk first after I tell you who I am, so I better not forget. I am a screenwriter. I am an author. I am. I do the radio shows for almost eight years. I started on Red River, and now we have World of Ink for the last seven, six and a half years. And uh, I write children's books, and I write under Lady Jane Sinclair, and um, that, that's what been my problem because when you have a few names, as we'll hear uh, as it goes at the show tonight, it's very it's tough to do that. But sometimes you have to do that, and I keep going back and forth. So I hope to just stay with the two names because I'm already crazy enough. So I don't know. And so now, and it's hard because I'm on the show, so that makes it difficult because. I'm talking about somebody else, so I'm trying to be one person instead of two or three, whatever. But um, So tonight we have some people that do write in other names, and maybe they'll talk about that a little. So um, we'll begin the show with Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Marsha. It's always good to it's be on the show. It's been a while. We I haven't done a show together show. for a while. Yeah, we haven't done one in a little while. 
No, so and you have one coming up on Saturday. So who's your guest? Yeah, that's it. Well, my, my show is uh, my show is Into the Abyss with Elizabeth Black, and my guest is Walt Bust. He's the supervising sound editor for the TV show I Zombie, and he also did sound for Veronica Mars. You know, back in the day when that show was yeah. on. And um, yeah, it's going to be this Saturday at one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think Veronica Mars is on about- Netflix. It's on Netflix, so I think it, it, it's going yeah, on I forever. It I think it is. It goes on forever. Yeah, I mean, right. it's in syndication. It's, it's a very popular show. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is that I knew I knew Walt from years, like 20 years ago, when we worked on an indie horror film together, and I just tracked him down through Facebook somehow. I managed to just run into him. So the two of us are, you know, hitting it off again, reminiscing, reminiscing about old times, and now he's working on iZombie, which is uh, one of my favorite TV shows. It's a really cute little little show it's a, it's a little horror comedy so i highly recommend it if you can watch it what time and, is the uh, show it's, it's what time on. is the show because it's it's different what I, time is the show i don't know i don't know the date i think i, I don't know the day i think it's on at eight o'clock on a, but you know if you look for it you'll find it it's it's very cute it's about this uh this no no this your show works, I, uh, no your show on oh, when, when you're doing your show on, oh, si- on saturday no, my show is this Saturday at 1 p.m. Well, what Eastern time, though? Because it's time. not a usual time for you. Yeah, it's unusual. It's 1 p.m. Eastern Standard okay. Time okay. this coming Saturday. Okay. Good. All right. That's a good thing. I saw it in there. That's- All right. So, and um, you want to tell anybody, everybody, you know, some of the names of your titles if you want? Because we might not get into that later. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I write erotica, erotic romance, horror, and um, fantasy. And my two latest titles out now, you know, dealing particularly with this show, would be uh, No Restraint, which is a, it's a, it's an erotic romance, contemporary. And my other one is, um, uh, um, I just forgot the name of it. Um, uh-huh. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm just drawing okay. a blank. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I just look up a I'll remember later. <laughs> yeah, just look it up. It's. I mean, yeah. this one is a, it's a cross between the X Files and Andromeda Strain, and it's it's, right. a, it, it's it's a novelette. Okay, and yeah, it's uh, the actually the pictures on the show page. All right, so I right, so <laughs> then we'll get to that later. I'll go back and look at the oh, show oh, page oh, for it's, you. It's called Roughing It. My my story okay. is called Roughing It. Yeah. Okay, there we go. And for those that aren't authors that might be listening, this is what happens. Sometimes when you finish something, it's gone from your mind, everything else. So mm-hmm. you have to, oh, because yeah. sometimes you're, when you That's move definitely. on to another, you know, it, it's hard to believe that happens, but it does happen. All right, so let's be, okay, so Christian is our next guest here. And Christian Jensen, I've heard you on on one of our World of Ink shows before, but one, hi, thank you so much for being here tonight. And we have a gentleman in the crowd. This is a good thing. <laughs> so uh, tell us about yourself. Yeah, you make it sound so rare that there would actually be a man that would come on with a well, TV actually, show. I, I, well, we do have, actually, next week, next week I have a show with three guys. I had two guys that were on before, and the third one is coming on because he called in. So I, that's, I have, so we do have men that attempt to come here with us. So what can oh, I tell you? All right, and, and just like that, I don't feel special at all now. Oh, so that's, okay. so well, we're gonna, you, uh, you are special. You're special. <laughs> You're special. Um, real uh, real quick, real easy. Um, uh, I'm Christian Jensen. I, I write horror under my, my name, Christian Jensen. I write erotica under uh, Cat Lexington. Um, 
Letitia Raven and Jen Christensen. Um, Jen Christensen and Letitia Raven work for Blushing Books, which I just started working for um, under under and two Blackout. separate imprints. And Blackout Books, yes. I, I could never forget Blackout, Cassandra. <laughs> thank you very much. Or Piper or whoever you are. Um, Pick a name. So, um, yeah, I, I do uh, regular uh, contemporary romance. I have uh, my first book with Blushing is... Uh, um, the seductive sting of his hand, or something like that. I don't know. It, 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 it's so <laughs> Some people. You know, I, I guess for the, yeah. for this show, you'll have to look up everything on Amazon. You should just look up Jen Christensen on Blushing Books, and uh, yes. and and she has a book out there. Um, it's actually it's a fun little spanking story, which I, I thoroughly enjoyed writing, and I thoroughly enjoy doing in person. And then and now I get to go to Blackout Books and I get to do something a lot darker, a lot uh, a lot more uh, more more my personal style, where I have uh, uh, Too Hot for Sin, which is a a male male cop killer thriller story, and uh, that that's where we're going now. So it's uh, as, as Christian Justin, I do write everything, so I, I just I enjoy. I enjoy the the process of writing, so I'm I'm honored to be well, here. Love, and be, I, uh, yeah, I love that title. Plus, I love that title. Plus, thrillers are so great. I mean, you, yep. can, you cannot get enough. You can't get can't get enough thrillers out there. There need to be no. more of them. Yeah, right, no. and that's no, what I, I say. Even with even with horror films, I think or films or books, I think they're just dark, deep thrillers, basically. You know, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not that I know anything, you know, but now now I really do. I think it's because, you know, sometimes when you say horror, because Elizabeth, you know this, because when we've had horror shows together, you know, then people go, oh, Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch, I don't want to listen to a horror show. I go, it's not because, and that's what I told someone about, you know, when I say they're sexy romance shows, doesn't mean we're talking just about sex, it's about writing. So whatever Mm -hmm. we're all talking about applies to writers, just doesn't matter what genre. You know you're in it's it's basically the same no matter what you write, so I think that you know that's what a lot of people don't get, so that's why I just kind of broaden my tiles of my my tiles my titles of the show, so people it's romance any kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love is love. That's how I look at it. All right, so uh, go ahead, Christian. Anything else you want to say before we move on? Because then we're all going to have this conversation. No, but if you want to talk about the love is love, it, it, that, that's something that, that's really interesting that we get to write about. There's a different kind of love. It's not just the the traditional man and woman, husband and wife kind, right. kind of love. But we do the the, the male male, the female female, the male female male, the uh, the, the the spanking, the role reversal. It, it there's so many different forms of love that we get to, to experiment and experience all of that while we're writing, it, it just right. runs our horizons and opens us up to so many different things that people don't get to normally be a part of. And that's why they, I have this show, because years ago, I think I said it last uh, week, uh, when I was with Red River, you know, I had a lot of romance shows, and uh, April Robbins, who was uh, in charge, that's, you know, it was her station, and she said, do you want to have a show, you know, on romance, on different kinds? I go, yeah, sure, and that was, that's how I started this, because I had so much fun, because everybody wrote about different things, and it was so interesting that I continued on with a lot of my shows like this, because I think a lot of times they're not on the air, and I think people, they can give a, a, a try of a book that maybe they think they might not ever want to read, but they might like it. So we're open here. So that's, you know, 
Speaking of open, all right, here we go. We'll try, we'll try Maggie. <laughs> Maggie. Okay, you were on last Hello. week. Hello. So glad you could come back. And uh, you are, you have a part, you, well, everybody is in the, there's a lot of people in the book for, with this one. Um, you know, and you're talking about hero. Hero, hero on the cover. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's a fabulous collection, and I'm not just saying that because I'm just saying that. I'm saying that because you've got 25 of the best yeah. erotic romance authors out there today, and I feel so thrilled and honored to be a part of it. And every single one of these authors has put together a fabulous, sexy story about some fabulous guy who is a hero, and I mean, don't we just love white knights, Christian? Yes, we don't do. Love white knights. <laughs> You're welcome to be my white knight. Uh, no, actually, I'm more of the uh, the dark knight kind of. Uh, dark knight works even better. <laughs> dark knight works it. even better. I, I don't like happily I actually, ever after. I actually wrote a. You don't write happily ever after. I no, I I do write it. I just don't believe in it. Okay. Oh. Well, I, so we well, lie here. Every okay. one of oh, the heroes. Talk about. I can agree with that. <laughs> no, everybody. Every one of the heroes is a happy, yeah. happily ever yeah. after. And I actually wrote a book called White Knight, Dark Knight. About two. Yes, I did. And I, I had to change the title because it wasn't considered appropriate. So I had to change the title. But uh, it was about the two sides of DS, the the wonderful, heroic, romantic side, and then the really nasty, evil, villain, abusive, sadistic side. Well, that's like reality. That's reality. (laughs) There are people like that. I know, know? right? So Hero Undercover, they're all happily ever afters. And I'm a total romantic Christian. I totally believe in happily ever after. I have yet to find it, but hey. Well, you know what? <laughs> and, and the good thing is, I mean, you know, then we're going to bring on Piper for a minute. But the thing is, last week when we had the show, you know, uh, we heard a little bit about some of the books. And actually, you know, it's a really, it's only 99 cents. So, I mean, and it's a pre-order. So, I mean, if you see the, it's really I think it's really going to be good because I, I heard the people last week talking about it and, you know, buy the book because it's only going to be on for, it's not a book that stays on forever. It's limited editions. So don't wait till like three years, you know, because it's, when it comes out, it's, yeah, I think Piper gone. will talk yeah. more about, well, you can talk about it too. How many months is it going to be out? Not that many. Not that, well, actually, I think it, when it comes out on the 27th, Piper, um, I have to ask you this: When it comes out on the twenty seventh, it's does it automatically go up to full price? Then is it just ninety nine cents for the pre order? No, it, it will stay for at least a week. Fortunately, but after that's that, that's not very long. Up. No, a week goes no. by and you no. know blink and it's a week. Right, so that's why it's limited. So don't wait on that. And it's ninety nine cents, and it's definitely going to be worth it. And Piper, how oh are you? Oh my God, it's an incredible deal. Yeah, I, I got it, Piper. Are you here? Well, I'm Piper Stone, and um, okay, everybody <laughs> teases me, but yes, I write as many people as um, Piper Stone writes for Blushing book, Books exclusively. I also write as Danica Kane for Blackout Books, and Danica writes erotic thrillers, um, mostly male to male. Some female female will kind of pipe in there, 
And you bet I'm writing as other people, but they'll remain nameless, so to speak, for right, right. this minute. <laughs> right. right. Anyway. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't matter, really, because, you know, as long as you're enjoying it, that's how it is. Well, and that's the thing, and that's why, you know, like Maggie, I'm just so thrilled to be a part of Hero Undercover. You know, you take a bunch of authors, you put them together, and you could get anything out of this mix. Fortunately, you have some folks that are so committed to this project, so committed to standing behind what we've put out, the quality and, you know, the teamwork and everything else that, you know, we're all very proud of what we've done. I feel extremely proud to be invited to be a part of this this year since I haven't been with Blushing, certainly as Piper, very long. Well, I have to add something. Blushing has been around for a long time, which is in years. these days really important. It's, I think, how many, I don't know, when she said it was a long time already that you've 16. been, that they've been. 16 years. How many, yeah. So in this world now, this is huge. So that's a good thing. It is. For me, and, you know, it, yeah. as I said on the show last week, the only reason I, well, there are a couple of reasons, obviously, I came back to writing after some, you know, ridiculous experiences I had, one of which is if you're a writer, you have to write. I mean, let's face it, you can't squelch that within you or you're going to blow up. But the yeah. other reason is, you know, Blushing and, and Bethany Burke um, certainly spent some time trying to, convince me that coming back and, you know, taking on either a, even a different um, pseudonym was important and vital and they'd support me. And that's exactly what they've done. So, you know, I'm thrilled to be here today, thrilled to be back riding, and I couldn't be happier. And we are really glad that you're Oh, back. thank you. <laughs> Not that I have uh, been asking you over and over again about life. I yeah, yeah. Right as you're out there. No, I know. I, people, people always say that about me because I really am persistent. I just don't stop. You know, because, you know, I think certain things are important. So, you know, um, a lot of us that were with Red River and, you know, that we come back and, you know, people are back doing things. And, unfortunately, a lot of people are gone. So I'm always happy to hear that people are still around. I've been doing this for, like, 20 years. Elizabeth has been doing it for a long time, too. And, um that's what's interesting because we've met so many people along the way. So, Elizabeth, do you have any questions that you have that you, you can ask? Or anybody could ask questions here about anybody else because you might have something you would like to know about everybody. So, um, Elizabeth, yeah, do you have anything? Actually, it was or, kind of it was yeah. yes, it was something that uh, everybody had touched on earlier was this whole concept of happily ever after. Because I'm another one. I also write hard, so I don't necessarily believe in happily ever after. But I write romances and erotica, and I've done both happily ever after and happy happy for now. And I've noticed that a lot of the romance publishers want happily ever after. They don't want you to kill off your main characters. And even in one case, um, with one story that I wrote, um, I can't re- recall the name right now, but um, I drowned my main character and had her meet with her lover after she dies in the spirit realm. And the, the publisher said, no, no, that, that's, our readers will not accept that. So I had to change the entire ending of it so that she meets up with him when she's still alive. But I had her in the bathtub with, you know, with her herbs and, every, and the candles and everything. But um, the whole idea is, uh, what is it about happily ever after that appeals to romance readers so much? Why does why does it have to be happily ever after? Okay, who like anybody have any anybody. I would love Chris, to answer that question. Go ahead, Maggie. Um, so, I think there's a part of most people 
adults who believe in the fairy tale. We're raised with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. We're raised with the Handsome Prince. We're raised with the concept of uh, everything working out. And life is really difficult. It's just has yeah. very, you know, yeah. life is tough. And to be able to lose yourself in a story that's based around reality that has a wonderful, happy ending. It just leaves you feeling good. It, and everybody, it just gives everybody, a, a people who read it, a lift. And I think that that's why they sell so well. I mean, romance is one of the biggest yeah, genres yeah, of books yeah. and movies and that, that there is. It and is the biggest genre. It is the biggest genre. I didn't want it to say that because I don't know that for a fact, yeah. but I would imagine yeah. that it's, it is. It's a fact. No, so it, is a fa- it is a we, fact, you know, and, and um, erotica has come on really strong. And, you know, even I talked to Amazon um, a few weeks ago, and this is a huge problem here for authors because do you put your book, which we mentioned last week, on erotica? Do you put it on romance, contemporary? Mm-hmm. And th- this is the catch-22. This is hard. I mean, and, you know, um, that's what we were discussing as we were. Like, Christian, I don't know how you feel about it, but when you – when you have to, well, do you ever have to put your own tag words in? Because when you put tag words in or decide on your genre, sometimes it's a mixture. How do you feel about that? That's hard to pick sometimes of what exactly you want to target as a reader. Well, no, how do you do it, it? it absolutely is because you, you have to you have to be honest, number one, and you have to be able to, to, to cater to the people that you know are going to be looking for your books. But yeah. You also want to look at, at at the bigger picture, and you want to make sure that your book is going to reach the widest audience possible because that's why we're writing these books. But as far as as writing just specifically for the romance for the for the tag, you can you can write for for sales, but that that's going to bleed through, and people are going to understand that they're not really going to pick up mm-hmm. on you. But the people that are writing because they just they love to write it, and I mean, for me, writing is, is about passion regardless of what it is, whether it's it's a, a hardcore horror novel or a hardcore erotica novel or something with a, with a romantic tinge. If you're writing it with passion, then the, the reader is going to pick up on it regardless of, of what genre it is. They're going to see that you're writing because you absolutely love what you're doing, and it, it, it comes through what you're, what you're writing. So... You know, I mean, I don't, I don't write specifically to have a happily ever after. I, I understand why we do it because, for the most part, most of our lives suck. You know, either we're we're with somebody that we don't love, or we've been in in we've had a lot of dysfunctional relationships. Our lives aren't perfect, and and when you read a book and you get that happily ever after, you get that sense of of accomplishment, like you you did something that that was better than what you do normally. And we, we want to give that to our readers. So yeah. whether we give that to them in, in romance, we give them that in erotica, or we give that to them in horror, and especially in erotica, though, because when you're writing something, whether it's role reversal, spanking, um, BDSM, any kind of erotic novel, people don't want to just think that two people came together and they had ridiculous sex and then they, they walked away. They want to yeah. feel that emotional connection. And yeah. sex without an emotional connection, mm-hmm. is it, it's... It's lacking. It's not what it really needs to be. To really yeah, you're right. be, be with somebody, to be especially on that level, something so deep, you have to. There has to be an emotional connection. I mean, you can have sex with a stranger and it's good, 
But when you have sex with somebody that you you really connect with, it it's great. And you need yeah, to, and I to, think I think when you when when people say erotic, they expect they don't think it's going to be a happily ever after, and that's really not true because a happily ever after can be in any genre if that's what you, the writer wants. You know, some way to end it together. I think that's changing though. I do think that's changing now. I think that well, for instance, if all of the these wonderful authors in this hero undercover box set. Every single one of these is a happily ever after. And yeah. almost everybody, I can't think of a single author who, in that box set who are best-selling authors. Their books are pretty much all happy, happily ever after. Yeah. That's what we write. But that doesn't mean there's no conflict. There has well, to be right, conflict. Exactly. Right. Of course there is. But I think that, I mean, you know, it's a problem. Right. Go ahead. Elizabeth, some of, the, some of the fights that my characters get in, good Lord, yeah. <laughs> I think there's no way, there's no way that they're going to be able to find their way back together because that's what life is like. You know, you want to slam your head against a wall. Why did he say that? Of yeah. all of the things he could have said, why did he say that? And we you know, but when you watch TV, when you're watching TV, you know, they they have some very – knockdown brawls and they're fighting and whatever and you know that's what you it's not there's a lot tv and movies are a lot different than they used to be because you know there's a lot more uh, argumentative relationships and that seems to be what people like they like like let's just take empire you know they like the characters that are mean and tough and you know and that seems to be popular though when the characters well, have a I lot going on yeah, I haven't seen that show, but I just think that the, the I can't speak for other romance authors. I can only speak for myself. Yeah. My characters are very strong. The women are very yeah. strong. The men yeah. are very strong. Yeah. They're very opinionated. Yeah. And um, my women are not pushovers. So yeah. they love to be submissive, but they have to be submissive to the right person. They're not going to say yes, sir, to any Tom, Dick, or Harry that walks in the yeah. door. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's all. Go ahead. I was going to say that speaks to a lot of uh, a lot of romance readers is that they want strong characters because so much of that is missing in a lot of popular literature and uh, a lot of popular, especially movies right now. I mean, why do you think that uh, Wonder Woman has caught on so much? It's because yeah. she's a very strong female character and she stands up for herself. So, I mean, like in my in my stories, the women are very strong and they stand up for themselves. But sometimes it's the secondary characters that yeah. will will cause the conflict between the two main characters, and and all three of them will drive each other. So that's where the conflict would come in in my case. But you know, other people would handle it a bit differently. But um, there are always very strong female characters in in uh, romance literature that I think gets lost. On a lot of the on a lot of people that don't read romances, I mean, they, they think we're all you know the frilly harlequins from the 1970s, and we're not like yeah. that anymore. It's, it's not like that at all. Piper, 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 do you want to do you want to answer that too? Do you have any feeling on that? Yeah, well, in a couple of things that that I've been thinking about the industry over the years. I mean, unfortunately, if you stick a tag that is erotica. On any book, it's almost the kiss of death with with Amazon right now. You you don't want it. Um, it the the sales tank. It used to be a few years ago that was popular. It's not anymore. And even the word erotic, I honestly think what you what we're going to all morph to with romance is it's romance with suspense 
romance with erotic, romance with Western. It, you know, I think yeah. we're moving yeah. in that direction because basically you have a wonderful story, whether it's conflict, thriller, mafia, uh, heroes in Afghanistan, you know, pick something. And in the middle of it, you have a love story that has angst and woe and strife and all the things that real life has maybe in a smaller package. But, you know, get the term erotic romance, which used to be akin to porn, it we're way mm-hmm. past that now. But, yeah. you know, it's taking certain people and, and readers and, and especially, you know, folks in various industries a little bit longer to catch up to understand that this is a really well put out book. It just happens to have sex somewhere in it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's very, very, very true, Piper. Yeah. It's well, unfortunate because, me, I mean, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate because erotica was taken over by, I, somebody once referred to them as boiler plates, boiler rooms with, not boiler yeah. plates, boiler rooms where people were putting together these awful, awful, awful books, putting them in erotica, and they were nothing but just disgusting, no story, yeah. just awful books, and that's were, what ruined the category. They were, they, that yeah, was they, what they was really poisoned it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so we had to go to general uh, yeah. romance mm-hmm. because we just couldn't compete with that, especially not when they were selling them for ridiculous prices, uh, fifteen thousand mm-hmm. words. And here we're writing fifty, sixty, seventy thousand word novels, and we're supposed to compete with that. Well, we can't. So that's what ruined I, my books. Uh, two years ago, I was flying. I mean, my books in erotica, number one, number one, number one, bestseller, bestseller, bestseller. I was making money. Everything was great. And then these people came in and just destroyed the category. And now we have to fight with regular contemporary vanilla books. And it's very difficult. It's really oh, I think changed. it's very difficult, and and Amazon, you know, they're not making it easier for people because they have limited the they've limited the amounts. You know, you pick two things and whatever it is, but oh, they no, did I, say if it doesn't work, that. they did say you can change. They said, you know, you if it doesn't work for you, try something else. That's what they were saying. But oh, then, no, honey, if you, you put, can, you, you can you that is that I have my, my new book. Um, and I'm sure this is probably going to be true for Hero Undercover, but there are so many genres in that that's probably not an issue. But my latest book, Master Zane, he is in uh, ten categories. You are not is, limited to two. That is a – that's what they want you to think. But right. if you, you said have right. a book – Repeat – you know what, I, could you do me a favor? Repeat what you did sure. when you talked to Amazon because I think you said that last week and I've – I kind of knew what it was, but I want to hear it again because I want to do no it. No so problem. How, tell, tell everybody so how that when, was. Sure. So when I yeah. when you list your book up on the KDB, yeah. KDP platform, you can yeah. pick two categories. And right. I picked fiction, historical, Victorian, and yeah. fiction, uh, suspense, or something like romance, suspense. Okay. Uh-huh. They were both romance categories. And then okay. when the book was up... Then I wrote to them, and yes, right. you actually right. you write to them. And when you go to the help section on your KDP platform, there's actually a section that when you go to I need help with this, they actually say categories. I went through all of the books in the various uh, genres that I thought fit: suspense, mystery, romance, historical, and I found. Okay. 
he is in now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine categories. And I listed them all and sent it to Amazon. It was up in six hours. Okay. You when you say you listed them all, you you let them list it for you or no, you, uh, you actually have to you actually have to give them the string. So example, uh Kindle store, Kindle ebooks, literature and fiction, yeah. women's fiction, romance. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to give them the entire string. You can't let them guess. They'll guess wrong. So okay. you copy I had and to paste. Do that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, that's okay. So you copy and paste oh, the string okay. that you want them to put your book in. I've yeah. not had a problem. Okay. I have not had a problem. I knew you said so, something, and I, I forgot what it was, and then I was thinking about it, and I know it would come to me eventually because I have so many things in my brain here. But, you know, and I write notes at the show, and I remember now that you said that, that's why I remember what you said. And because um, I think that's a huge problem, not being in the right categories. So, um, Well, it is, that's, that's, and I, I've really got this down to a fine art now. I, okay. I, I really do, and it works. Well, it works. That's what, happened to, that's what happened to me, because I have uh, two erotic retellings of fairy tales that Amazon, uh, they were selling incredibly well, and then Amazon gave them the adult label, and they disappeared. My, my sales just went into the floor. So what I had to do was unpublish the books, you know, re, redo them. I needed some additions at the end anyway, so that was no problem. And I had to recategorize them. So rather than putting them into erotica, which I knew was going to be the kiss of death, I put them into um, uh, fantasy, and um, another one was uh, romance, fantasy, and um, uh uh, fairy uh, mythology and fairy tales. So, you, like she said, you have to go through that entire string to make sure that Amazon understands where you want your book, so that so that people can find it. Because once it's once it's uh, labeled with erotica, you can't find it unless you search for the actual title of the book. And you know it's now people can find yeah. the books. Yeah, it's it's very very difficult. And you have to be very careful about what you write in your book description. So, yes. because when they read the book description, if there are certain keywords that gives you a red flag, like spanking, BDSM, whatever, yeah. that that will have dire consequences. So, if you, if you read the the product description for Hero Undercover, you'll see that there's there's it's sort of like right on the borderline of being spicy and not so spicy, but it, but we can get away with it. And the cover is. Very sexy, but not so sexy that it will. Yeah, because they said you have to be careful with the the covers covers because the covers. If the covers are very sexy, then it's not going to just go in a general category. I know. Yeah, there are little things like if you have if you have something like uh, even bare male torsos can can get under uh, under Amazon skin, and I know that a side boob is another one where that will that will get you labeled with an adult an adult label. So you have to be very very careful. Okay, so you have, if you um, have a, but well, maybe you're going to say this, Maggie. But your book cover, the guys on there, that yeah, his, his whole chest him. is exposed, right? Yeah, I was actually going to say they've actually kind of uh, let that go a little bit. But I also put the um, if you notice on her barbarian master, you'll mm-hmm. see that the title covers him a lot. Okay, yeah, you see that. 
Yeah, well, I I noticed his, you know, that, but I, because I have one, too, that has just an open chest, you know, and so then on my other books, I like have a shoe or something. It, it's, it is a science. I mean, uh, you know, Christian, how do you feel about that when you're trying to figure out what to do with your books? Because you have so many different genres that you said you're doing. Um, I, I just try to try to stay as, as true as I can to what I'm doing. Yeah. The... The the right people are going to find the books. The right audience is going to find the books. Your fans are always going to find the books. So, I mean, I I, I can't speak as as nearly anywhere a, a successful author as everyone else on here. So that that would be something better for them to ask because I I don't know that I'm necessarily doing it right. But well, I, I think I, I think the, be... the question the the answer really to this sometimes is there is no answer. That's the thing. I mean, I've done show after show after show, and everybody has their own way. I take notes a lot of times, like I say I do, and because, you know, sometimes somebody will say something, you go, oh, that might work, and then somebody else will say something, you go, that that might work, and then you know, which is sometimes confusing, but I try to listen to a lot of people and try to figure out what to do, you know, with the marketing. This is the part that everybody, no matter what genre they're in, goes crazy from, you know, and luckily when Blushing, when when Bethany was on, she, you, like, well, I think, Piper, you said she has a team that helps. Yeah, because it it really does, yeah, it it distracts from your mind. When you have to yeah, you've got to realize, too, that, that people, it, just like anything that you go through, whether it's clothes, food, whatever, I mean, there are trends. So, yeah. you know, this X number of months might be the hot guy on the cover that is a cowboy, and, and it, yeah. the next couple of months it might be the military guy. I mean, you, you go through, you know your staples, you know what Boy, is, that is true? going yeah. to sell, and yeah. then you you are know, there's a little so tweak right, here Piper. Yeah. You are so right. You are so right. I would also add, uh, just because it's true in everything, regardless pop, cowboy, alien, wolfman, whatever, I think the cover still has to say sex because sex sells. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it I has just to be sexy to, or people don't want it. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. romance is what does everybody get when they fall in love? What do they want to do? They want to have sex. Yeah. Like pretty yeah. basic. Well, I know, I know. I, well, there's, you know, even on the even on the Hallmark movie, there was one that I wa- I watched them all. I just, you know, because I can't figure. I, the, there's no, there is no formula because it's just it is a definitely a happily ever after. It's really hard to write those because you know sometimes it's not always that realistic. You know, but for them, like they had a woman that was an author and that she ended up with a, a Navy SEAL. And anyway, but the. When they did the cover, the publisher, at the end, she said, well, we never have a woman in with the man. And she goes, well, now we do. You know what I mean? Because it was a good picture. And so that's the thing. Sometimes it depends on the book and what the, maybe the publisher might want or what you want for, a, you know, yourself. And you can change covers, you know, if it's not working. But um, I've driven I, – I have driven a lot of people crazy. I keep – I do keep doing names and covers, and I think I'm stopping that because it does. It's hard for your reader if you keep changing things. Because, but I've noticed that some people say this was formerly this book, and they have it named because you know you don't really want your reader to get mad that they've read that book already. Yeah, I don't Not think a, it's a good idea to change a cover too much. 
Yeah, I, I that's my that's my feeling now though because I did it too many times, too many names. So I that's why I'm not going to do it anymore because I think that was not good for me. I've made a lot of mistakes, which is one reason I have a show because I tell people I have made mistakes, but that's okay. So that you can't learn if you don't make mistakes. So I've made quite a few. I but then I've learned other things. But you can't. Nobody knows for sure what works. You know, I'd like to, there's no secret potion. It would be nice. Well, I, I would like to just, I, I, I wanted to say this earlier when we were talking about strong women. Okay. And uh-huh. I think it was you, Piper, you were talking about, was it you who was talk, you were talking about strong women and, and how uh, your characters are very strong? And was it, was was I hearing you correctly? Well, yeah, mine are all very, very strong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So here's, that this is what twigged in my mind. One of the greatest plays ever written that has been redone over and over and over and over and over again, The Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. the basis yeah. mm-hmm. for almost every romance novel written in our genre. It's The yeah. Taming of the Shrew. Now, she may yeah. not be a shrew, but she kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. kind of is. And that stands the test of time because the battle of the sexes is timeless. It's infinite. It will always be. All right. When I want to feel strong, I watch Mildred Pierce because it's Joan oh. Crawford. Oh. You know, I just think yeah, and I go, strong. okay, you can be strong because I, and then I even watch Mommy Dearest because she has a scene in there that she's sitting around, she's sitting with uh, eight guys or whatever around a boardroom, and I love All that right. scene. It's mm-hmm. like it's like my favorite scene and you know that's true though because if you look at some of the older actresses and if you look at some of the people that wrote in those days they were women that wrote those stories there were more there were so many women screenwriters in those years and then all of a sudden it went no and then now women are trying to get more films out there because they have production companies and that's a good thing but you got to be strong right if you're out there and you know Christian, we're not going to talk that much about our strength. We'll let you talk for a minute. This poor guy, yeah. he's being how do you feel no, okay. Almond. okay, how do you feel about that? You know, do you do you think about those things when you're writing the strength of your character? I mean, you know, how oh, strong, I, I, or do you just make a character, Christian, when you're doing it? No, no, because you you can't just make a character. You can't just right. take okay. some. Uh, you can't take a generic name. Right. You can't take a generic kind of kind of person. Like a little, go, okay, like a clay. You know character. how they make those clay people? You put the clay Absolutely. people together. Absolutely. You yeah, can't, you can't take a clay yeah. person and say, "Okay, this is Chrissy, and Chrissy's right. going to be this this beautiful brunette." You have to you have to get into the uh, you have to get into her her soul. You have to get into her, her yeah. aura. Everything that makes her who she is and. I can't really say that it's hard for me, especially not as as a man writing, because that that's that's a cop out. That's that's garbage. Any writer that says it's hard to write as the opposite sex is is full of it, because we're all inventing our own characters. Some characters oh, have yeah. a little bit more me than than. I than write others, a lot of male characters. I write a lot of male characters always. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. but even think about it when you write a female character, though, it's exactly the same. It's somebody who's different from you. If you are yeah. more more conservative, you write you write a character that has a fantasy where she's more more sexually progressive than you are, or or vice versa, or mm-hmm. a woman who's a CEO or a woman who's a, a, a carpenter. 
you you but, can you can take these women and make them whatever you want. And and for me, I I can take a man and I I can do whatever I want with him. But when when I I want to write a woman who's who's completely three dimensional, who's the kind of woman that I would want to give my soul to, that I would want to fall completely head over heels with. So I would I would take this. Oh, this, this is this good. Girl. All right, let's take a vote. Everybody likes Christian here, right? I mean, we like what he said. <laughs> Can I? Let me interject something for fun. Christian doesn't believe in happy ever after. I know, but it sounds pretty good though. Well, no, no. Saying. <laughs> well, no, hold on, wait. To be fair, Christian just hasn't experienced happily ever after in life, so he doesn't want to give his characters a false happily ever after. There's too much turmoil to just say. You know what? I, I I met this girl at you know I you meet this girl and everything just works out perfectly and there's happily ever after because there's not there there's turmoil there's there's an age difference there's someone else involved there's there there's always an extenuating circumstance that prevents the ideal story storybook happily ever after and if you just throw that in there and just go oh they met and they fell in love and life is wonderful. Then, then you're a cop out, and you're just you're not good at what you're doing. You have to throw that turmoil, and you have to throw the the, the nitty gritty. You have to fight for what you want, and if you're not going to fight for it, then it's not worth having. And I don't want to write a book that just says he he met her and everything was wonderful and they had sex and it was the best. Yeah, sex but ever, Ma- what Maggie said, what Maggie up. said was very good though. Maggie, what you said was really good about about that. You know that they have a lot of. Incidences, you know, they're not perfect, so they fight, you know, and so that's important to know too. That that's like regular people. people conflict fight. is uh, is is conflict absolutely well. No matter who, my way, yeah. You you know you have to have conflict in a story, or yeah. what's the story? Well, let, let me interject something that is a little okay. bit of a different take on romance. Okay. I think, too, that's why there are so many other popular genres that still have romance or erotic attached to them. Take, for example, erotic horror. What do you think that is? Do you think it's a, still a bunch of zombies that are down in the street, you know, after they've eaten a, you know, a head and they're having sex? That's not what erotic, you know, romance, erotic horror is. No, but that's every one of my dreams. Well, but that's you, Christian. I know you so well. But but let's take a couple books, for example, and I'll throw a plug in for uh, for Chris and I. Chris and I have written many books together, and one that is coming out with Blushing is called Beauty and Rage, and it's basically a reincarnation piece that starts out in the 1420s um, that has various supernatural elements, and it brings you all the way through the Nazi, you know, 1940s and the Nazi War mm-hmm. to the present day. And there's two people that are so involved, I mean, they're so entrenched that they're forced to live their life over and over again until they basically abate this curse. I don't want to give it all away. But, you know, it is a very strong love theme, although it's a horror book. And horrible things happen in this book, including some done by one of our our characters, which you want to think of as a hero. One of the books that Chris and I did was called Toxic Leash, and I'm going to let Chris talk about that because that was probably the of, of the 200 and some books I've written, that was absolutely by far the most powerful book, and I call it a love story even though when you look at it and you read it, you're going to go away and be shocked for days. I mean, I, I've written over 50 books, and I'm not I'm not quite as prolific as uh... – Piper or whoever I'm talking to. Um, <laughs> I mean, I lose track. I really do. 
no, but I mean, I, I've written, I've, I've written, I've written over fifty books, and without a doubt, Toxic Leash, Toxic Leash is the one I'm most proud of. Not, not just because I, I get to work with, you know, the the best-selling author and the the, the amazing talent that that I wrote with, um, but because it was it was a book that even when when, when we got to the ending, she told me. This is you. This is your part. You have to end this book. And what I wrote is something that that disturbed me, but but still I fell in love with so completely. I, I without a doubt, to this date, it is the absolute best thing I've ever written, and it, I, I think it is the truest thing that I ever wrote. And it, it definitely falls in that not happily ever after category. But it was such a a necessary ending that that it it the story just progressed and 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 ended where it ended. I didn't have to to force anything. It was the most natural, beautiful thing that ever could have happened between two people, and I, I stand by it being just the the greatest what, thing. That what say the name again? Say the name again of the title so Toxic people would know leash. Okay. Toxic leash. You don't have it out okay. in Kindle. It's just paperback. It's there. It's still up, and it's up in paperback, and, you know, okay. it's written by my other pseudo, and, you know, everybody's okay. going to hear it. It was written by Christian Jensen and Cassandra Dane. But okay. my question is, you don't have it in Kindle? You only have it in paperback? I think it was. it's up there somewhere in Kindle. Some of the stuff got taken down because we did some things with Book Trope, but it's there somewhere. Uh, the only, I'm only seeing it here is paperback. Might be on. I think it's on Barnes and Noble still as paperback and iBooks. Oh, because on Amazon it's only available as a paperback. Yeah, it might be. I think it is right now. Yeah. Now, now, uh, do you, are you on Smashwords at all? Is everybody on Smashwords or? I stopped uh, Smashwords. I, I stopped Smashwords probably four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. See, I sell on Smashwords, and I, I, you know, but I can't figure that place. You know, um, I go back and forth with that. I don't know because sometimes some people do very well on that, and I. But I think that whenever I've tried to give like a free book or a special or whatever, nobody knows how to do it to even go in there because they don't want to. It's not. That's what happens. Amazon. One of the reasons is not because I love Amazon, but I'm on a lot of other things, but people seem to just know Amazon. And Barnes & Noble, sometimes they go, well, we'll rather go on Amazon. But there's a lot of things now. There's a lot of other yeah. places you can go, Kobo, and there's a lot of things. But Amazon does have a bit of, mon- of a monopoly there. That is a yeah. problem. I know. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and that and you know, and the problem with Amazon is is that there are literally so many people on there that people are so confused and that's why when like we're have we're talking right now about what genre, whatever, imagine the person going in and looking for a book they don't even know anymore and then you have all these people that have people lie about these book reviews mm-hmm. and then the people get mad because the books aren't good. And there's, I mean, there's nobody that's watching the store, but they're trying to, but it's almost impossible to do that. But they do kick people off for their reviews, and I don't think that's right because if you give a gift to somebody, you don't maybe don't even really know them. They won't let them put a review on, and they take it oh, off absolutely. a lot of times. 
you know, there, there's a lot of a lot of shady things that are going on now with with some of these, and and I, I've actually I've gotten taken in by, and, and some of the some of these people have 400 reviews, 500 reviews. They're they're paying yeah. for the reviews. They're they're giving favors. Oh, yeah. They're giving gifts. They're doing review exchanges. Yeah. Once well, one, once of, one of the one of the one of the biggest writers who did that sort of thing was Hugh Howie. One of the biggest writers who did that sort of thing was Hugh Howie, and he paid for reviews, and he he got a lot of backlash for doing that. Yeah, yeah. And, but there's so many others that are doing it, and there's so many now that they're they're doing review exchanges where I give you a yeah. four star review, then you give me a four star review, and there, there's no way to. And ever that's the really problem for Amazon, it. and they know it's happening, but they don't do anything about it, and that's a problem, you know, and uh, because. People, the general public is quite confused a lot of times on what to buy and who to buy, and and when and then they're mad, and then this ruins it for the author if they start, you know, getting bad reviews from people because they shouldn't have been on there in the first place. But there's no watchdogs at all, so this is happening. And then, and then know? there's the there's the problem of uh, Amazon revi- removing the four and five star reviews from people that they think are either. Um, you know, known to the author or relatives, and leaving up the one-star reviews from people that are just plain vicious and want to get in there and and, and troll Amazon to harass authors. Those yeah. reviews stay up, but the four and five-star reviews go down. So there's that problem too. Well, I just think you it's know very what, I, what my advice is: just keep writing and very hard. do you know just keep writing and hope. And you know, there's nothing we can do except write the best stories we can write. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it, because you know we're all out there, and there are a lot of us out there, a lot, and that that's a problem. But you know, and with the marketing, it it does get tiring, and even for the publishers, it doesn't matter. It's just a, a very tough job, and that's why we're all you know. So my advice now to most people is just keep writing, and I'm trying to do that in my head, you know, not to keep thinking about you know it just. We sometimes tend to want to put our book in different places and try to get more sold, but at the end of the day, you really have to like what you write and keep writing, and the more you write, the better it is. I think. Can I ask uh, just a general question of everybody yeah. here since we're all authors yeah. together and chatting like this? Um, how many books do you have in your head at any given, one, at any given time? Oh, one, 912. Oh, a lot. I 512. Yeah. One more than that. Yeah, and so for me, what happens to me sometimes is, well, I said it last week, sometimes I think I don't like the book I'm writing, and then I go, oh, I could write something better, which I've heard from tons of authors. But then what I end up doing is I go back to the book I was writing and just say, just finish this book, you know, and don't worry about your next book, because we all have that thinking something else we're going to write would be better than what we're writing at the time. It's hard. To do that, you got to talk to yourself yes. a lot. Yes. <laughs> uh, Piper, what about you? How many books do you have floating around in your head at any given time? Probably, I don't know, six or seven. Uh, and yeah. then I'll, you know, something will come to me, and I'll have to at least write down a basic synopsis so I don't forget it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Elizabeth, that, but we've written more than six or seven books at a time together. Yeah, Elizabeth. True. What about you? Oh, yes. I have so many titles I don't forget the ti- I, I, I forget the titles, 
but I have at least a dozen, probably a handful of uh, novels and novelettes, novellas, and even many, many more short stories and anthologies. And some of them are so, so new that I forget that they're there. And I have to remind myself by going to Amazon and looking at everything that I have, like, oh, yeah, there's that one, too. That came out like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, Maggie? You know, I have so yeah. many. Maggie, what about you? Maggie? Oh, well, I was curious because I range between five and seven books in my head all the time. It's just yeah. weird. And I didn't know if that was an anomaly, if everybody felt like that, if it happened yeah. to everybody. Because it's just happens. a strange thing. I, you know, I finish a book. It's like a disease. Yeah. I finish yeah. a book, and my friends will say, "Well, just take the day off." There's yeah. no such thing. No, I, I don't. No I know. I know. No. Thing. Well, even when I'm at a movie, I'm shopping, I'm at work, wherever I am, doesn't matter. I just always thinking of my. I feel like I'm working 24 hours a day, and oh, in my for head. Sure. In my oh, head. sure. I'm yeah, always sure. I, I'm always I'm always working on something. I'll finish a, I'll finish a story, a short story. I'm working on a novel, and if I get halfway through that, then I, there, there's a uh, I'll find a submission call that sounds really interesting to me. Like you know, the two of them that I'm working on right now, and when I finish those two, I'm going to be working on something else. So there's it, no it, real it, downtime. Yeah. Yeah. There's no real yeah. downtime. It's like it's just like we've we've got this virus. <laughs> it's like the yeah, it is. Yes. I've had it, it for many years. No I've had it for many years. I know. No and I get I get mad at yeah. myself a lot, you know. But um, we all do, I'm sure, because we really, you know, this is how who we are. And only people that write understand this, because other people think that it's, you know, right? Because they don't get it, you know. Just they say relax, but we we're never. I don't think we're fully relaxed because, you know, we have people talking to us while we're sitting there in our head. So. Like, oh, you know, I, and I you know, it's, I, I, it's terrible because I know some very nice people. They want to go have dinner. They want to go out and have yeah, a drink. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really can't tonight. I have to yeah. blah blah blah. Meanwhile, all I want yeah. to do is get back to my book, and I, yeah. it's, just, yeah. it's, it's just uh, like, making me a very antisocial you know, think, person. Well, I, well, I, I think, think that, but actually, it's, 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 it's not good. That, you, you need to relax. I know it's good. You know how many times I hear that a week. I am. I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Elizabeth, go ahead. I'm not relaxed <laughs> well, if I'm not doing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's when in, I'm in not relaxed. Cases, I think in a lot of cases, a lot of us writers have to admit that we need something like Writers Anonymous where we can yeah. sit there and say our first step is to admit <laughs> that we have well, a yeah. problem. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that what, this is, isn't that what we're off. doing now? Isn't that what we do? Yes. <laughs> isn't yeah. that what this yeah. is? <laughs> I have we have a news bulletin that uh Piper's gonna give us before we uh Oh, okay. Depart. Piper. Well, many of you probably know that I've done a radio show for a bunch of years. I started with Red River. Also, um, with Marsha, uh, you know, uh, uh, many, many years ago, moved on to yeah, World of many. and yeah. And then stop doing it for a while. So, going to be bringing back a new show. Probably it'll be Yay. July before I can can do it. But I think we're going to call this one "Romancing the Stone." Very good. <laughs> good. <laughs> good name. Good name. 
I just, and, I just watched that movie you know two what day, nights ago. Do you know what day it's going to be on? Do you have a, well, an idea? Well, probably I'll go back to the Sunday schedule, but yeah, okay, we'll make fine. sure of that. Okay, that's good. It was, a, it was a good thing. So. Yeah, and, you know, remember, for our shows, they're archived. So if you can't make the show, then you can listen to it anytime on demand. Like I said last week, too, I think they're out forever. I, I actually think our shows are um, from Red River still out there, you know, um, they don't. Yeah, as they long are. as Blog Talk is around, our shows are around. You had a good show on Red River. A lot. Oh, I you loved your it. Husband I, I really... You were with your husband working. Yep. He, he was. He was my co-host for a little while. I, I think it yep. was much to his chagrin, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's you know it's not a common thing where husbands want to do that for us or the wives of because we, there were a lot of male hosts at that time too. We had a lot. <coughs> on, she had 32 hosts, I think, on Red River. Yep, we did. We did. A lot. And that's how we met each other, and some people are still out there. And uh, that's always a good thing that, you know, you can count on the people you know, actually, from all these years. So uh, I'm happy that you're coming back, and that's a great thing. And Elizabeth has shows, and so we're moving mm-hmm. on here. This is good. You know, and then they won't always hear my voice <laughs> every week. Now, I do my show every week, but... Uh, I do occasionally I take things off, but um, time off, but not really. I like we said, like you were saying, Maggie. I'm not off. I thought if I took a few weeks, I'll just keep writing. But then I was promoting the shows, <laughs> doing that, getting guests. So I wasn't, you know. I'm always doing something too. So I think, you know, it is good for people to um, talk about it. I think when they come on the shows, I think it's good because we all we realize that we're a lot alike, no matter what we write. We all have sure. the same. It is secrecies there. No, we do. the same disease. Yeah, well, it's we fun though. Otherwise, we wouldn't do this. Disease. We all love it. So before we go, everybody, I want everybody to say their website and um, anything else you would like to say, Christian. And I hope you'll come uh, back again, know. everybody. Blushing authors and Christian and Elizabeth knows. You know, we're always open. So just if you want to be on a show, just let us know. Oh, well, you got to be Email careful that because I, I just pop up everywhere. You yeah. never know when you're going to hear me. <laughs> well, we, we I like to think that that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a lot of repeat guests on my show because I really like it. And, you know, uh, it, it's like comfortable because you kind of know them and then you know it. Now, tonight it's a lot easier than it was for me last week because, Maggie, I know your voice now because you're on the show because I know Elizabeth's voice and Christian's there and I know Piper's mm-hmm. voice. So it is hard sometimes when there's six or seven voices because then I don't know who's speaking, you know. But I, I learn. Well, yeah. I've learned well, to do that, and that's why when you're on now, now I have heard you separately as you because I already know everybody, you know, their voices. So I think that well, like, this is a radio show, so we do this, you know. But I, I do like having shows with more than one or two guests because um, you get a lot of opinions then, and that's what people out there need to hear all of us. Because none of us are alike, but well, when, we have a lot of common bonds. Well, when I do my show, I usually have one guest, but um, I, I'd really like to have everybody from this show on my show, so you know, all of us can talk a bit further about uh, you know everything that we've been talking about, and just go on to you know other topics about romance and erotica in general, because it's, it's a fascinating okay. topic, good. and it's a, it's very popular. I mean, this this is the top this, it's the top genre. It really yeah. is. And- it's a good, yeah, and, everything you know, else. yeah, because I think it's fun when there's a lot of people. I 
Christian, where can they find yeah. you? Oh, I love it when there are some of people. It, some of the places they can find you, Christian. Okay. Um, they can find me on Amazon. They can find me on Facebook. They can find me on Twitter. Um, I, I'm not going to tell you specifically because if you want to find me, come and find me. If you don't, okay. then, you know. Oh, Sid, <laughs> so, such like a dom there. <laughs> who, who, whoever would have guessed no one ever knows. All right. Okay. Maggie, where will we find you? Uh, well, I have a website, maggiecarpenter.com. Very simple. And, of course, my Amazon page. Um, I'm on all the social media, Maggie Carpenter. Type in Maggie Carpenter, and besides the runaway bride, you'll find me. Cause that's, I those saw are the two Maggie well, Carpenters I, in the I, world. Was that, was that her name? I had no the, idea. I, I know, I no saw idea. that. <laughs> I saw that. You know, and it's weird because I, I know, I did like that movie, but it was Julia Roberts, and I'm probably like, how did you get, how did that get to be there? Was, I don't know. I, I was completely accidental, I, believe me. Well, maybe the character, <laughs> I know, I'll have to look it up, but maybe that it. was the character. That's the character. But, See, that's uh, a yeah, MaggieCarpenter.com or yeah. Maggie yeah. Carpenter on Amazon, and I'll just pop right up. Piper? I'm afraid oh, you to ask you that question. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. I have a fan page. You can find me on Twitter. Um, I, you can also find me as Danica Kane, um, and I'm kind of all over the place. Don't have a website right now as Piper, but, you know, that should be coming in the future. So, But I'm around, and you'll find me on the radio show soon. Yes, you will. This is cool. great. Okay, and Elizabeth, we'll find you. Um I mean, it's used to find on Facebook. I mean, if you want to contact me, that's the best place. Otherwise, I'm at blogspot. I mean, elizabethablack.blogspot.com. And, you know, my, my radio show is coming up on Saturday. I mean, sorry, Sunday. No, no, we're sorry, Saturday at 1 p.m. So definitely listen in for that one. And um, otherwise, I you know, my story, No Restraint, is out that you can find on Amazon. And my other one, um, uh, uh, roughing it, which is also on Amazon, and if you like the X Files, we'll definitely like Roughing It. That that was a fun little story to write. Yeah. All right, and uh, I am Marsha Casper Cook in the World of Ink Network. You can find me there. And um, all of you, thank you again. And you know, we'll be on Elizabeth's show, but you're always all welcome on any of my shows. And uh, if Bethany is listening from Blushing, just uh, feel free to contact me, and I'll have shows. And well. You know that, um, Piper, you'll be having shows too. So, you know, and they have a lot of authors. So, that's, I mean, yep. I can't believe and they, just have before I, they have a lot of authors there at Blush. Um, before I go, I just want to put in another plug for Hero Undercover because it is yes. such an amazing uh, collection of authors and stories. And 99 cents, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get better than that. No, it doesn't. Well, it does if it's free, but then nobody—that's not good for anybody. I mean, ninety-nine cents. We talked about this last week. So it, it's a, listen. All these authors have come together to do a, a book that is good, and you, they will have different stories, and it's—and that's a good thing. There's twenty-six authors. So it I mean, the and they're all authors yeah, that have it, been put together. It's it, a it's, like a great, yeah. it's actually twenty-five. It's okay, 25 novellas. They're okay. um, <laughs> about 20,000 words, and they're yeah. all happily ever after. And Christian, I'm going to dedicate that happily ever after to you. <laughs> you can dedicate right. any happily ever after you want, and I would be honored 
I mean, I, I have the book. Well, I, I have the pre-order, so I can't wait to read yeah, it. Me too. I have a pre-order. I have a pre-order, too. So, I, you know, and then we will, you know, talk about the book some more because, it'll, you know, you'll have a few weeks to get the book. But, you know, it's always, you know, it, it was so nice to have um, – the publisher on because um, it's always nice to hear from a publisher also on what she's looking for and what she does for her authors. And it's a very important now because a lot of authors, a lot of publishers have just come and gone. And as we know, a lot of them have left this last year, you know, and some very good ones. And it's hard. It's very hard to be a publisher. You know, it's not easy. Well, I've been, I, I'm sure like all of you, um, we all independently publish and we also publish with publishers. Yeah. But yeah. I have to say that doing this project with Blushing has been really, really fun. It's been amazing, yeah. actually. It's been amazing. And that's what, so, at the end of the day, that's really what it should be fun. So uh, if anything we've said tonight to anybody listening, it's you have to have fun writing your book. If you're How not can you not have fun, fun when you have this gorgeous man whispering in your ear and Christian, some gorgeous woman whispering in yours? <laughs> I mean, how can that not be fun? We're surrounded uh, by um, dream people. <laughs> I, I think it. I and think you, it is fun. And and you get what were you going to say, Christian? Go ahead. I, I was going to say it, it could be a gorgeous man whispering in my ear. You don't know. Uh, you don't know how. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to my fantasy, okay? I'm just holding on to my fantasy, Mr. Dawn Man. So just okay. You're gonna have she's to just it. thinking. She's thinking you're Richard Gere from Gigolo, and that's that. So there we go. That's the thought. We'll leave everybody with that thought. All right. Thank All right. You so thank much. you so much for having right, me good on. Night. All right, thank you for coming night. on, night. and Thanks nice to have you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. 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 Need a break? Take some time for yourself. Listen to one of Marsha's audiobooks at www.marshacaspercook.com. You'll be glad you did. After all... If you don't take care of yourself, who will? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.